Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you. This is one half of Trigger. This is your boy Tony. And we have a very, very special guest. Uh, I mentioned many times on the podcast. We got my boy Luca Brasi on video chat, but you guys are hearing him on audio. Luca, how you doing, brother? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It is the American Dream, Luca Brasi. What's going on? Hell what's yeah. My dude, yo. We go back a long ways, bro. Thank you for oh having me on the show, my Love this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, so before we even like just jump off into the shout outs and all that, of course you guys know our shout outs always go out to the pretty much the same people. Uh, we got a lot of people who are sponsoring us and liking us. But over the past two weeks, we've actually grown from like 80 listeners to over 100. So I got to shout those people out. Um, you know, Donnie Dykes, thank you. Up in Cobble Skill. Uh, as we heard on the last podcast, this dude's going. All right, he's got he's got uh, cerebral palsy. He's going down the road in his wheelchair. Motherfucker's a warrior to this day. Like no joke, straight up warrior. We got uh, Lindsay from State Farm, Grunt Style, Rip It Energy, Bang Energy, uh, Clockworks, JT Cycles. We got Fallen Angel Candles. We got Falling. Uh, resins, you know, we're doing that resin shit now too as well. So, guys, thank you so much for supporting us as well. As you know, hit us up on that email. Uh, what else we got? We got the supporter listener on Anchor, Spotify. Luke, tell us where we can find you, man. Now, uh, y'all know where to find me. You can find me at lucabrasi.com. You can find me also at Facebook, everybody. It's facebook.com slash fans. Also, my podcast page, you can find me facebook.com slash World. You can find me on SoundCloud. Find me on Twitter, at lucabrasi, Instagram, at brassiluca. And uh, obviously, you can find me through my man Tony over here. So, y'all know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I got to say, like, right up the rip, let me just tell you the, a little bit, a little bit of history between me and Luke. So, of course, you guys already know, like, I have the military background. Zach's got the military background. But before the military, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I've always been that hustler type. So I started out at 13 years old DJing, and it worked out great. I had, you know, some old school equipment. I had the old records. Yep, I had those old 45s. So, guys, if you guys know anything about DJing, when I drop this name, you're going to be like, what the fuck? So, I had two Gemini XL500s with my Tektronic turntables. And I don't know if you guys ever followed. And, and our basic crowd, our basic demographic is between 30 and 44. So, if you guys know who DJ Scribble was back in the day on MTV, I actually worked with him as well. So... You know, we I go way back, way back. But I am old as hell. I mean, I got this gray hair. You know what I mean? And people can contest to that. I look like that bald-ass Viking, you know? That's our life. So, me and Luke go way back. One of the first shows I done with him. Uh, and you guys can hear this on his podcast as well. You know, we go back to our history because that's where it all comes from. It all stems from... Basic understanding, basic history of where people are. Being humble of where they come from. So, me and Luke go way back. We did a show, Luke, what was it, about eight years ago? Seven, eight years ago, something like that? It Our was very... March 22nd. It was either March 21st or March 22nd, 2014. All right. So, that that's a few a couple years ago. Um, yeah. 
And I'll tell you, just like he says, it was just me and him were on point. Everything clicked so easily. And we've been inseparable since. And we've thrown many shows together. I DJ for him. He performed for me. Everything worked great um, on and off camera. We have had some of the best shows, raised so much money for the best donations and best programs. I mean, things have been great between our relationship in that sense. And as Luke says as well, and, and obviously you can fill in, brother, uh, you know, we may not see each other for a year or two, but then all of a sudden, boom, when we hang out or we call each other on the phone, it's like no time has passed at all. Yeah, no, nah, man, I definitely agree, bro. But I just want to rewind to just a minute ago. Absolutely. Talking about your bald head, bro. We got to get you a ice pick, a hat, and a coat, and you could be UConn, bro. Hell UConn yeah. Cornelius. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so what about about to... UConn Cornelius. But to go back to what we're talking about... Um, yeah, like, like like he said, we, we met in 2014, and I remember, you know, the circumstances was it was my uh, album release party in 2014. Yes. I had been signed to, I had been signed to a record label out of Oklahoma, and uh, they helped promote and everything, like in your hometown, like in the local newspaper and all that stuff. So we had a lot of support for that first show that we did. Hell which yeah. Why, big help you know why we drew so many people not to mention the footwork you know that that was put into it in the promotion Absolutely. of the organization and the support that we have from the owners of the place was freaking great it was um, that's one thing if you have the owners support yo and they do their part there's no way you can fail you know what i'm saying because like everybody's exactly. doing their share and that was what missy did at that point you know and the, the the ironic part is her husband i remember was worried because it was hip-hop yes and, i agree and, and then about what, three weeks after we had our show, they had a country show and yep. there was a huge brawl. And that's what ended up putting them, shutting them down. The facts that the, like, the country so folk, I was like, the hip hop show, the hip hop show was your best night ever. Then all of a sudden you have a country show a few weeks later and, and shit hits the fan. Right. And I'm like, what? and I'm like, so that shows you that not all hip hop is bad. And I, exactly. and I promised, I remember I walked up to his name was John. Yep. I promised him at, at, at the when he first knew about it, he was like, "Listen, he was like, I, Missy told me what's going on tomorrow night because mm-hmm. she told him the day before the show." Yes, he, yes, he knew, he knew nothing. He found out like and the, he was, the week, and he was scared and about I, that too. He really was. Yeah, he was nervous. And when he came, and he came up to me the day, night night before the show because remember we met up the night before. I think. Yep. Make sure everything was, was kosher and. Yep. Uh, it was at some point close to the show, I remember, and we were both there, and he walked up to me personally, and he was like, listen, he goes, Missy told me what's going on, he's like, I hate hip-hop, he was like, uh, but he's like, I just want you to know, basically, he told me, if anything goes wrong, that's your ass, yep. and I was just, yep. and I told him, I heard him, I was just like, and he didn't mean in like a mean or physical way or anything no, like no, that, he-, he was just I'm gonna hold you responsible. If something right. goes wrong. Right. And so I was like, I got, I got it, no problem. The people I'm bringing in, it's not gonna be like that. You know, we had David, yep. David, we had Truth and Rhyme, we had me, we had you. Like, so the people that were gonna be there weren't troublemakers. You know what right. I'm saying? It was, it was a different type of hip hop crowd. You know? Exactly. I mean? So exactly, it was about, it was about like, truly the music. It wasn't about the drama right, and all the extra right. bullshit. And I remember halfway through the show, he had the clicker. Remember, he had the clicker counting the people coming in. And I yep. like halfway through, I walked up to him and I was like, yo, I said, John, where are we at? And he just looked at me and he hugged me. Yep. And he was like, dude, he was like, we've already had 120 walk through. He was like, and we're still not done. And that was within two hours of the show. 
the fire code was like 115 or something. And yep. you know, we were like, well, they were like beyond that, like throughout the entire night. You know oh, bro. Absolutely. Me, it was, this was the best night we ever had here. And that was yep. the first time you and I ever worked together. So that's yeah. going back to what, what we're talking about. The first show we ever did together. We, we were beyond max capacity. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? so and that like, shows too, like, so for it to kind of visualize for the people, it was a very, very small bar. We were both <laughs> local at the time in sense of DJing and performing. We both knew kind of what we were about, but our mindsets were bigger than just this 120 people, 130 people. We were performing for a thousand people, 10,000 people. And just from that kind of stadium, I know me myself as a DJ, I was able to open up for some major, major people down in Atlanta, down in Georgia. I opened up for Techno Boy. Uh, if you guys know this name, and I and I hate dropping names because I, I'm too humble for that. But, you know, I met BB Rexa that night. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like... If you're not lying, it's okay, bro. Yeah. I mean, you, you can go back and check out the YouTube videos. I saw all this shit, and it, it was crazy because... A lot of these huge EDM and dance techno kind of guys I met, and it was amazing. Butch Cassidy, um, just a bunch of guys, but that's always how we perform. Even from this podcast, we're not thinking, let's stay small and do 20 people, 30 people, we're trying to reach you. We're trying to reach to the world because why not? Reach for the stars, you know? hundred percent, brother. I can't agree more. And you know, after that, we did several more shows. You know, which were also oh great. my god. Uh, you know, we talk, we talk Grand slams. When, when you almost blew out, when we almost blew out the windows. <laughs> and the guy oh my god. These, yo, he was just like, you guys got to turn the fucking volume down. So, if you guys know anything about New York, okay, so we were in this city called Schenectady, and. The, the guy who owned this place, right? Or I shouldn't say owned, but like was like manager of the place or whatever. Was like... Yeah. I was like, I'm going to blow the fucking windows out. And he's like, yeah, you're not going to do that. That's not possible. Well, I brought in a professional fucking sound system. And I'll, I'll put him out there right now. Lions Productions. Owned by Kirk Lyons. Me and him go way back since we were kids. I mean, BMXing in the back trails. So this dude does sound and production. He does shit for the refrigerators. He's done shit for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Done shit for some major, major names. And I was like, Kirk, let me get the best sound you can do. The most bass. Let's blow this shit up. And in an area of less than 200 square feet, we had almost 20,000 watts of bass. The bass speakers were our, was our actual like platform like that's what we performed on and that shit was crazy that we was, were literally was, bowing was, out the windows that was a fun night man <laughs> oh my god we blew breakers we had the fire department called like shit was just crazy no that was yeah that was the night when i did that small set and there was so yes. much smoke in the face and then we did the light show oh my god yeah. we we had shit that going shit. left and right it was wild shit. That was, that was probably one of the funnest nights I ever had, like, overall, like, performing and partying. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. So... But yeah, man. After, after after the DJ gig, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I know you wanted to touch a little bit on, on your military. I don't know if you want to go that route yet. 
but uh you know after after this you know there was a time when we didn't it's not like we didn't talk because we were mad we just like kind of lost touch for a couple of years yeah it just life life happens man personal growth and everything happened in a couple of years man so you know but i think it was needed like we needed to do that to become stronger as as humans and stronger as brothers and stronger as people in the world yeah, no, I agree, man. Because it's like after after we started talking again, you like, like we both kind of disappeared for a little while. Yeah, and then when we started talking again. It was like we had talked the day before, so that's when I was exactly. Like, you know what? I was just like, this is an actual, this is an actual friend. Yes, <laughs> you know, absolutely. <laughs> your your true brothers, your true sisters are always going to be there, and that that sensation you have speaking with them and involving them in your life will never change it just grows so when you have that don't lose that you know yeah very very hard to come by man absolutely and there's as i always say not only in my podcast but my personal youtube videos as well as you guys know i do my motivational speaking um you know when you have the true people who really really stick by your side no matter what um you can totally fuck up and they're gonna be by your side and be like, hey, man, hey, sister, hey, brother, you failed. But you know what? It's time to step back up. Let's get let's get to it. Let's put the, in the work and let's get to it. Those are the ones you need by your side. And it could be one year, two year, three years. Doesn't matter. When you feel like you haven't lost a day with them, that's what matters. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people do grow and do change. But um, yes. and know, they need to. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. You just gotta hope that the changes people go through are positive. Absolutely. And and you know, lots of times when someone says that you change, like chances are you probably just stop acting how that particular person wanted you to. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, over the last probably year, year and a half or so, you know, through COVID and like all these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, everybody who's listening, I, I do not have COVID. My voice sounds a little hoarse because I was in a. Uh, a bad argument the other day and uh, <laughs> vocal cords got a little bit worn out on that one so that's why i sound like this so i it just happens. want to assure everybody hey okay 100 healthy pal hey well anyway fuck them um, if they think you have covid i don't give a shit fuck them <laughs> no what, what I, actually i did just find out today that my mother uh, probably does have it so oh shit needs- well anyway mama brassi is, is a little sick but anyway going back uh, to what i was saying um i kind of lost my train of thought here but uh it's all anyway, good, bro. You, i started to notice over the last year and a half uh you know that people were changing and things were changing my relationships were changing yes and some people i started to realize just n- no notice things just that i never noticed before and a lot of them ended up not being so good yes <laughs> you know? Yes, and and you gotta clean that negativity out. You gotta clean out that clean out that bad shit. So it wasn't even so much. Some of it was negativity. There's a couple people that are just overly negative and just give off negative energy all the time. Some of them, it's just a matter of being blatantly disrespectful. Facts. Facts. I have a really hard time tolerating that. You know, jealousy, disrespectful, all that stuff. My, my, they disrespect my family. Yeah. They disrespect my property, and I'm just kind of like, okay. I said, listen, I'm like, if I want to disrespect my property or whatever, I, I can do that myself. I don't need your help. <laughs> you know exactly. What I'm and, and 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 you start to think, and you, these are people, bro. 
that <clears throat> I don't want I don't want to give too much detail or anything because I'm not mad about it. It's the type of thing, bro, that you're not mad about. Right. And but it's just a shock. Or anything, but you notice it. You just notice yes. it and you notice that people that you did not expect it from. Yes, and it's like absolutely, and wow, that's the thing. Like, you you know, gotta keep you gotta keep your eyes open for that shit. Right, and they didn't, and, and they didn't necessarily change. They just you just noticed things that just you didn't never notice before. Because guess, because you sense. grew and you matured and you understood right. like that's right. just not okay I anymore. To see that I start to look at that as like okay, absolutely. I'm growing and starting to see things and acknowledge things that I never saw acknowledge before. Exactly. And these people are still trying to talk to me about the same things that we talked about ten years ago. Exactly. You know, and it's like the reminiscing is one thing, but if you constantly are talking about the same things and there's no resolution to it, right. eventually that gets. Oh yeah, over and over and over and over again. I'm not no longer. I've grown, and this, this, these things are no longer helping me. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. So here, here's the big question. Um, you know, as as I spoke to you a little bit before the the show started, um, the difference between, and this this is guy who truly knew me before, hands down to the heart i've always been honest and open i mean good and bad knows me inside and out this dude is the guy um to be like if you had to call a friend and say hey you know this is my million dollar question this would be a dude i would call on so you you can just imagine how tight we are but um you know this question and this podcast i want to do as like a pre-military and post-military of uh, situations and how he saw me because you know I can say how I felt about myself but the thing is at the end of the day when you serve in the military or you, you serve in some kind of sort you don't know how you change until the people on the outside see you and that's one thing that I really really love about the outside is you need to self-reflect or listen to good positive feedback and also negative feedback and good constructive criticism because that helps. So if you want, Luke, uh, tell us about how I was kind of before the military. And we can go way back. It doesn't matter. We have no time restraints. We have no time conflictions, anything like that. So tell us kind of how, and you can be brutally honest, and I'm just going to throw out there as a disclaimer. I was an asshole. I did some crazy shit that motherfuckers couldn't even imagine. I mean crazy shit between my drinking my drug use my wildness that i was i didn't give a fuck who you were i i will pull knives on people just because i want to kill a motherfucker like i was crazy stupid but joining the military i learned hey man calm down it's not really worth it so so i'll lead off on that i can sum this up pretty easy actually brother um you know, it's like, you know me, bro. I like to throw comedy into everything, man. I try Absolutely. to, you know, I'm always making jokes and doing that's what she said lines and like all these different things. But yep. um, I'm not, I'm not going to do that with this. I'm going to kind of give you a serious answer. Okay? Absolutely. And I'm going to wrap it up into basically one thing. And it's, that's uh, the acceptance of responsibility. Yes. Uh, and basically, in my opinion, that's what maturity comes down to. It does not Absolutely. come with age. It does not come with anything else other than the acceptance of responsibility. And you already said it yourself with the little preview here that you 
know you screwed up. You know you did this. So just with that, it just shows you right there that you've accepted the responsibility of that and you moved on from it. And that is the biggest thing that I can say that I look back at 2014 and look now and I say to myself, okay, I was like, he screwed up with family. He screwed up with this. He screwed up with that. But you know what? He acknowledges it. He makes good on it and he accepts it. And then he moves on from it. And that to me is is the is better than the man that someone becomes is better than anything he accomplishes absolutely that way i i like that i like that yeah so yeah that, that's pretty much it to give you a serious answer you know all jokes aside it, it comes it, it's, it's the acceptance of responsibility and that's what maturity is to me so basically bro you are you know i'm not going to go into detail with anything oh it's it's all good. That, you, that's you know, what this site's about, maturity, man. Maturity. And, and that's really what it comes down to. And that's and you've accepted everything. So you yeah. you already said it with, with the preview, man. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. But yeah. So now, now I'll say like post-military, doing my time in Fort Drum, doing my time in Benning, Fort Jackson, Fort Lee, doing my time in the military in which I have... Um, how do you see me or perspect me as as a man and as a human being to the future? A complete asshole. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just You're not playing. far off. You're not far uh, off. I'm still that guy. <laughs> like, 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 with your own show and all this stuff, you know, I just see you stay motivated, man. So honestly, dude, I think... You know, you, you have the potential and the ability to deliver a lot. And I think that's what you're going to do, man, with the show and all these different things, man. And that's all I'm going to tell you, bro, is just keep going. And, you know, I, I know you mentioned about picking up the DJ gig again. So I'm hoping to see you do that in the future, too, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I really appreciate you, Luke. You know, you and and this is one of the guys, man, that would call me up and be like, and, and I'm not playing this up, not trying like, tease you guys. Like, this is dude who would be like... Hey man, you're fucking up. What the fuck are you doing? Look at your family. You know what I mean? Like real dude. And that's why I love him. That's why I appreciate him. That's why I want him on so that he could share his own experiences from the outside view to say, Hey, you were this way and now you're this way. So the military did change me in a good way. I think we can both uh, say that. Yeah, it was the military, man, but the military ain't going to change it if you don't want to. Exactly. You want to be a better person. You want to be a better uh, human being, a better trust person me. in society. Trust me, and I, I think you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention names, but I know yep. an asshole who did go through the military and is more of an asshole than he was before he went in. Yes. And I think you know who I'm talking about without mentioning names. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to throw no names, but you know, you start chewing on some crayons and shit, and you know, <laughs> stuff happens. <laughs> I'm just nah, kidding. He knows, who, he knows who he is if he's listening, which I doubt because he doesn't understand. He's how to too arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not saying all Marines are assholes, but hey, we got love for all the branches. But, you know, sometimes you guys put out some bad dudes. And same thing with the Army. We put out bad dudes too. I actually met a dude tonight who was in the Army. He was a uh, 12 November, which is a heavy operator, heavy equipment operator. Um, and he became a cop. And. I saw him wearing a grunt style shirt and of course we're sponsored by grunt style. So of course I have to challenge him and I'm like, Hey man, you serve in the military. And he like, boom, 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 knew his shit. And he said the real, the right shit, the right time, the right place. And I shook his hand and he's like, no, I'm a cop. And I'm like, you know what, man, much support, you know, much respect, much support. 
I got you. That's awesome. Good for you. Now, I got about six minutes left of the of the episode. I support. I back the blue. I do what they need to because that's their time. If you guys have heard from me and Zach in the past, you know, he backs the blue hardcore. I came from an outlaw background. So a lot of the shit I do isn't kosher, I'd say. But I still respect people who need to go home every day. I am a fireman. I did EMS. So I respect the people who need to go home every day and respect each other. So that's all I want to put out there is is do what you got to do. Do the right things and love one another. That's all. That's all. So, Luke, we got about four minutes left. Do you have anything else to say? About to smoke this blunt, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Take that edge off. Yeah, but anyway, man, what I actually do want to add, bro, is I do want to give just a couple of shout-outs and a few words of advice, okay? Words of advice. I'm going to keep it short, sweet, simple. Everybody, just keep on your grind, whatever the goal is, just, well, I should say goal, whatever the vision is, make those yes. little goals to reach that vision, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And just reach for the stars. Going. Don't let anybody stop you, I know this is all very stereotypical advice, but like I it's said, true. Man, maturity doesn't come with age, it comes with the acceptance of responsibility, so if that's what's holding you back, then accept that responsibility and get your ass going. And Facts. as far as shout outs, I want to shout out, obviously, my parents. My girl, my friends. Okay, you yep. obviously, bro. Thank you for having me on. Triggered. Absolutely. And also, my dog here, Mr. Bully Ray Studley, named after Bully Ray Dudley, the wrestler. Hell yeah. Actually, everybody together without me saying it, but it is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, no, he's got the cutest so. dog in the world. <laughs> he's awesome. But y'all can find me, lucabrasi.com. Also, tune into my podcast. It's Sunday nights, 8 p.m., 516-666-9834. We're going to have my man Tony on again with uh, Kim Trapani on uh, December 31st. Absolutely. So, that. so I'll talk to you all later, everybody. Peace and all right. Thank you. All right. I will close off on that. Thank you, guys. And remember, always stay triggered. We hope we offended you a little bit. If we didn't, we didn't do our job. So fuck you guys. You're all assholes. Love you guys. Thank you for your support. Of course, donate, support, share, like, do the thing. Thank you guys so much.